This is Exodus chapter 34, verses 1 through 9. The Lord said to Moses, Cut two stone tablets like the first ones. I'll write on these tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke into pieces. Get ready in the morning and come up to Mount Sinai. Stand there on top of the mountain in front of me. No one else can come up with you. Don't allow anyone even to be seen anywhere on the mountain. Don't even let sheep and cattle graze in front of the mountain. So Moses cut two stone tablets like the first ones. He got up early in the morning and climbed up Mount Sinai, just as the Lord had commanded him. He carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed the name, the Lord. The Lord passed in front of him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God who is compassionate and merciful, very patient, full of great loyalty and faithfulness, showing great loyalty to a thousand generations, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion, yet by no means clearing the guilty, punishing for their parents' sins, their children, and their grandchildren, as well as the third and fourth generation. At once, Moses bowed to the ground and worshiped. He said, if you approve of me, my Lord, please, let, please go along with us. Although these are stubborn people, forgive our guilt and our sin and take us as your own possession. All right, thank you, Lucas, for that reading from Exodus. Before we have our lovely senior, Margot answer some questions about the text, I wanted to debrief it a little bit. In the past year, we have come a long way through the book of Exodus. We began with God's people in captivity in Egypt, seeing how God began to act on the behalf of the children of Israel. We met Moses, who was sent by God to liberate God's people, wondering together why God would harden Pharaoh's heart and inflict those terrible plagues on so many people. We saw God give Moses the power to part the Red Sea and then gruesomely drown the Egyptian army. And we saw God call Moses onto Mount Sinai, giving him the Ten Commandments that were immediately broken by God's people. Over and over again, we saw God's grace and mercy abounding for his people. But we also saw God's anger and frustration over his people who more often than not did not follow God's commands or trust in his plan for their lives. You see, God is not a one-dimensional being. There's sometimes a desire to focus on how God is loving and gracious and merciful and to ignore the parts of the Bible when God shows wrath. And sometimes we want to think about God's wrath when we feel wronged, but never when we're doing the wrongdoings. But this piece of scripture, God specifically tells us of two seemingly contrasting characteristics. God is merciful and God is just. Just as we humans encompass a wide range of characteristics, so does God. And that makes complete sense seeing as we are made in the image of God. So today, I'm gonna to ask Margot a few questions about the character of God. And while I do, and as you go forward today, I'd invite you to also think about the character of God that you know. So Margot, not to put you on the spot or anything, how have you experienced different aspects of God's character in your life? Well, I 
always try my best to, and my parents may not like this, but I, I talk to strangers a lot. Mm -hmm. um, there you go. Um, but it's just, it's just this weird thing where uh, I'll be running errands or something, or I'll be on a trip with friends, and I just meet people, and I just have uh, like 20 minute long conversations with uh, people I've never seen before in my life, and I'll, I'll, uh, they'll tell me stories, or we'll just exchange kind words, and then afterwards my friends will be like, do you know that person? And I'll be like, no, I, I've never seen this person before in my life. But um, I, think, I think of those, when you ask me that, I, I think of those conversations just because I, I feel like um, that's, uh, that's an aspect of God in my life, just uh, small little conversations with people um, where, where we just chat and talk about life. Because I feel like uh, everyone needs that at some point in their life. And God probably just wants me to lend an ear to some people who need it sometimes. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I, one of the best ways to get to know God is to get to know other people, right? So I love that. Um, what does it mean to you that God is first merciful and gracious? It's made me try to be forgiving in life. Um, like, like in that passage, it, I think of how God is forgiving but also just. And so I try to, well, I try to, I try to think of both sides, but I, I guess I try to be more forgiving and gracious myself to people like uh, just people at school who aren't being the nicest or if I, I see things in the world that um, are upsetting, I just try to think of God and think of like how God would want me to be uh, forgiving and to just, just kind of spread my arms out and mm -hmm. comfort people rather than push them away or um, hold distaste for them. Right, and that's, I mean, that's exactly what you see in the Gospels. Jesus is always opening his arms out to uh, people who are confused and asking for things that might not be the top priority for Jesus, but the top priority for them. And the disciples, when you read the Gospels, are just super confused all the time about what's going on. and. Um, just over and over again, Jesus shows grace and mercy. Like, you don't see it yet, but you will eventually. So, in the scripture, God keeps steadfast love for this thousandth generation, forgiving sins, yet by no means clearing the guilty, but visiting the inequity of the parents. So, what is something your parents did that you like? And what is something your parents did that you don't like? <laughs> My mom's over there looking at me. So, no, she's rather not making eye contact with me. Well, um, my parents have always been super supportive of me, like in uh, extracurricular activities. Like I'm a big theater kid, mm -hmm. and there are days when I'll be rehearsing for long hours, and I won't be getting home until past ten at night but my mom has never really had big issues with that. It's mostly like, if I always ask, 
whenever, if, if I just ask, there's, I'm, I'm usually able to do pretty much whatever I want. <laughs> um, and, and that's, but that's uh, partially just uh, with building a lot of trust over the yeah. years. And I don't, I don't think I'm that crazy of a kid, <laughs> but yeah, my, Parents have never been uh, like overly controlling or things like that, and mm -hmm. I've we've always had like a, we've always been pretty communicative. Mm -hmm. um. <laughs> I'll share too, yeah. just to like low, lower the pressure yeah. gauge. Um, one thing my parents did that I always really appreciated was they they made dinner for us every night, and they usually, if it was one of the school days and we had homework, they would do the dishes. And so we didn't really have to worry about that chore for the days of the week that we were in school. Um, one thing I will say that they did that I did not always love was when my friends would come over, um, they would go into interrogation mode. And so they just asked my friends so many questions. And I was like, mom, dad, they don't, they don't care. We don't talk about that. It doesn't matter. And my mom would be like, what do you talk about? You don't know where their parents are from. You don't know like what their brother and sister do. Like, what are these conversations? And so that was kind of like, ah, mom, you're embarrassing me. But it's it's all good. Now I know the right questions to ask, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So that that actually makes me that makes me think of one thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my, my parents my my parents uh, always like ask me questions about uh, my my friends sometimes or mm -hmm. it it's not terrible, but especially if I'm going to a birthday party or something, she'll be sure to be like, make sure there's no alcohol. Or like, she yeah. doesn't even say that. She, she just asked me, asked Those me if the there's alcohol. There yeah. Is, yeah, this she is, I feel like she's just, this, yeah. for her comfort. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's just being a mom. I wouldn't say that that's a thing that I don't like. Mm -hmm. She's just, it just shows me that she cares. And yeah, I, I, I it do does. Like it that shows that the they care. The yeah. I think it's yeah. wonderful when parents care about the friends mm -hmm. too. In my family, we got to a point where anytime I was going to a party or to see a friend, I'd ask my mom to write a list of questions she wanted answered before I go <laughs> so that I'd know when I got back um, what she wanted to know about this person. So um, that, was, that got to be entertaining for me. Right. So. Um, so the next question is, how have you come to know who God is to you? Um, well, this, this has been a mix of the things I learned during confirmation, which was years ago, but I still think about some of the things I learned during that time, and also a mix of, um, I go to St. Joe High School, and while it's, it's, it's a Catholic high school, so that's been a little challenging in some aspects because I am Presbyterian, and but in my theology classes, we're learning about um, Catholic scripture and things like that, but it's also been um, very informative, inf informative, um, and I've learned a lot about God through that, and I, it's helped me, like I've always had an open mind because of that, because I'm a, I'm a Presbyterian coming into a, a Catholic curri curriculum, mm -hmm. but it just, I like being able to uh, learn different perspec perspectives, and it's helped me, it's helped me to, um, uh, it gave me the ability to, to kind of dig deeper and uh, look at scripture in my own time and ask questions to teachers. And uh, I, pay, I pay close attention during every mass. Um, 
again, even though that it's Catholic Mass, um, but I've, I've come to learn uh, oh, about <laughs> um, more about God uh, through that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think asking questions is one of the ways, just like my mom asking a gazillion questions about my friends, that's how you get to know people, right? And asking questions about scripture is a wonderful way to get to know God. And I would also say to what you first said about talking to strangers, just talking to people, it's a, it's, we're supposed to be reflections of God, the image of God, and that's a wonderful way to get to know them too, so. Um, how has the church aided you in coming to know God's character? You kind of spoke on I, that with I, the school. Yeah, I, it's, it's just been, because uh, <laughs> honestly, I feel like I've, I've, uh, I've attended more <laughs> Catholic things than, <laughs> than uh, Presbyterian things at this point because of how often we do stuff at school. Mm -hmm. um, but um, so it's confirmation. Just, it's confirmation helped me a lot. Um, just as I've gotten older, like like when I was younger, um, it was kind of the watered down version that we learn in, in Bible school and things like that. But as I've gotten older, I've been treated more like an adult um, in the church and I've gotten to learn um, more about how um, God <laughs> isn't really just uh, um, kind of like portrayed as like a, a hippie guy, kind of, yeah, uh -huh. um, but that God also has moments where he has to be wrathful, like you mentioned right. before, and that's m recently more of what I've learned about, um, and that there's, there's just a little more to it. Right, but. yeah. When do you or have you most felt God's steadfast love? I most feel God's steadfast love whenever I'm participating in music-related activities. Like, I've always loved singing. I've never been um, super <laughs> talented at playing instruments like my two brothers are. But um, as I said before, I'm a, I'm a theater kid, and I love doing musicals and singing. And I sing in my school's liturgical choir at Mass at St. Joe. And I just always feel really full when I sing, and I feel like that's God's thing that he decided to give me to, to really like return love to the world, love that he gave to me, I give back to the world through music for the most part, mm -hmm. because music makes me feel really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, whatever, just like we and God have different characteristics, we also have different gifts that connect us mm -hmm. to one another and to God, and that's so special that music is a way that you can connect with God. Well, thank you for um, giving us a window into your world and letting us put you on the spot, um, and we hope that you will think about God's character within your lives. Thank you. <laughs>